Hey humans, how's it going? Susan Ruth here. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hey Human Podcast. On this episode, I sat down with comedian Aaron Weaver. I was in uh, Los Angeles a few weeks back, as many of you know, and uh, he was kind enough to meet up with me at my Airbnb, and we sat and chatted about comedy and life and rap and all these things, and uh, then we went and had delicious Indian food. It was a really fun night. Um, Aaron Tours, uh, you can find a lot of his uh, comic stand-up uh, bits up on YouTube, and I'll, I'll put links to all of those uh, on my heyhumanpodcast.com links page. Definitely check him out. Um, usual stuff, rate, review, Hey Human on iTunes and the various podcast apps. Um, I'm on everything, I think, at this point for iOS and Android phones. Uh, HeyHumanPodcast.com, obviously. If you want to email me, Susan at HeyHumanPodcast. And I know I said it already, rate and review, but please, it helps so much. If you got a couple minutes of time, just sit down at the computer and throw a review up there on iTunes. I'd really appreciate it. Okay, here we go. Thanks for listening, everyone. Hi, Aaron Weaver. Hello, Susan. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm well, too. I'm, I'm doing great. Oh, Thanks. you said well. Yeah. I, I, is that, <laughs> that is I always feel, when I, I feel weird when I say good first and then the other and then person. And then says well. Yeah. Yeah, that is weird. I have that, too. Yeah. And so then you feel like, oh, God, they think I'm an idiot. Yeah. You're, you're better than me. No. That's how we're starting. Really, <laughs> I'm glad. That's. I want to have an air of superiority every time I do one of these podcasts. <laughs> Thank you for being on Hey Human. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You have water, so I have to offer you. I do. And it's Perrier. So... And I have just like crappy water in a plastic bag. So oh, we're even. You think you're better than me? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of do now. I think I just beat you. I think you did. Well, we'll see who wins at the end. So you are a stand-up comic. Yes. All right, so let's get into that. Stan said, be funny. Don't you hate that? No, I don't want you to be funny. Oh, I want you to be as droll as possible. Um, What got you? Did you have a bad childhood? Did you hate your parents? Like, what got you into stand-up comedy? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, a lot of comics have this dark history. and Yeah. Funny people have a dark history. They do. Yeah. They do. Every comic I know has got a lot of darkness in yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm no exception. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't super dark, but dark definitely enough. like a, a lot of divorcing and all that sort of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that, I don't I don't connect the dots that that's what got me into it. But um, I don't know. I, I went to school for writing mm. and uh, I wrote a bunch of stuff and I never did anything with it. Funny stuff or just stuff? Just stuff. stuff. Yeah. Just like nonfiction stuff. Sure. Um, and also, actually, this is kind of funny, before that, I, in high school, I was a rapper. What? Um, like Christmas presents or what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only around Christmas. <laughs> like, that's, that's my idea. money in that. It's good, good Yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> no, I, uh, I was an online rapper. I, I hid it from everybody. I had, like, a... But we're going to this door because the plane... Sure. The planes, boss! The planes! Yes. You probably don't get that joke because you're younger than I am, but... I don't get it. Yeah. It's okay. It's from uh, Fantasy Island. Okay. Yeah, I stayed home Friday nights. I was a, a ugly child, Aaron. Uh, no, I don't believe it. <laughs> and I was home every Friday night watching Love Boat and Fantasy Island. Okay, anyway, so mm. you were writing. Okay, so yeah, to go back before that, I was, uh, I decided I liked rapping. Rapping, that's yeah, right, yeah. yeah. I mean, I lived on like a dirt road. I had a microphone that i plugged into my computer and i would find beats online and i would rap and then if i heard someone coming up the driveway i'd like unplug it real quick hide it and pretend i'd never had anything to do like with you were it. masturbating yeah yeah that was my first uh, masturbation yeah was, was that was that's old school then mike yeah oh yeah the phallic mic. As... So what you would just free flowing or what did you have pain? oh no i wrote you wrote out your rhymes and then spit them? Oh, yeah. I spit them. I spit them <laughs> hardcore. I mean, I had like 50 songs. What I was, was your like, rap name? Oh. Come on. No, no. You Wait, got... you said you were an online rapper. 
rapper, so does that not mean that you're online somewhere? And people yeah, can that's why. <laughs> I can't. Oh my gosh. No, no, no. Maybe later. We'll okay. See. DJ uh, rapping rap. <laughs> yeah, that's actually. DJ it. Christmas rap. DJ Christmas. Wow. What? You got it. I just rebranded you. No, you just nailed it. That's what I already was. <laughs> wow. Uh, I rap over rapping music uh, Christmas crinkly, <laughs> yeah crinkly paper yeah the tape is the, oh my God. the snare drum that's hilarious um so yeah I really loved it yeah but I never did anything with it I never did it in front of real people because you were scared or yeah yeah scared. I mean, it is scary it is scary and you're you know you're white let's get that out in the open yeah I mean I don't want to talk about the elephant in the room or anything yeah 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 um and that was before that was right around when eminem was coming out so okay. yeah there wasn't a whole lot of white rappers that's a high bar too yeah eminem is awesome yeah he's pretty good he's yeah. all right i could have beat him yeah yeah but <laughs> yeah um so yeah that had that dream and i didn't do it and then i went to college and i wrote and i loved it and i and you studied writing in college yeah, yeah like english yeah yeah and uh I wanted to write a book, but I just, I don't know, I couldn't focus enough to do it. What, so, what was the book on? I was just going to be, I was just trying to write, like, about my life at that time, because that's what they had us doing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to write a lot about that, but I just, I couldn't stick to it, you know? Just the idea of a whole book is just too much. Mm -hmm. I got distracted too much. Um are you like ADD or something? Or are you just... Probably. Oh, okay. I'm probably a lot of things that I haven't checked out. But... Um, just means you're well-rounded. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I'm psychotic. Um, <laughs> the girl's like that. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Bad boy. Uh, you might want to open that door back up. Yeah. <laughs> Help! <laughs> they don't ever hear me scream. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, so, yeah. Uh... I, I didn't do anything. I don't, know I don't know who they are either. Is there someone supposed to be listening to you? <laughs> Scream. <laughs> it's not gonna Airbnb. It's, it's actually a German couple and uh... the people listening to the podcast will be yeah. they'll be dead by then, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is my last podcast. <laughs> I don't know how you're gonna upload it. If, you, if you're most, listening to this That'll then... be the most popular one. Yeah, that would be a really popular one. Yeah. Uh, Faces of Death podcast. Mm -hmm. Live audio. That'd be cool. Yeah, I don't want to give any serial killers a good idea. So yeah. That is actually... Yeah, there's enough serial, actual serial killer podcasts. That'd be a twist. A serial killer podcast. A where, with an actual serial killer killing people. That's a good idea. I mean... Do you want to start? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> Sharp objects. Okay. We just met everyone. All I have Hi. is a spoon. <laughs> oh, no. It's going to take a while to there's kill you. There's a fork you. over there. Yeah. Okay. I'll eat you afterwards. Okay. I'm going, in, I'm going in hard. If I'm going in, I'm... Oh, wait. You're going to kill me? Me? I don't know. Oh, fuck. We haven't really worked it out yet. Okay. Okay. We should work out those details, I suppose. Yeah. Let me get some paper. Okay. Yeah, let's write it down. <laughs> so, you're working on a book that you were like, forget it. I'm not... Yeah, I just... I... Yeah, I just didn't do it again. Yeah. So, I was like, two things. That's sad. I know. It's sad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then what? So then... At this point, how old are you when you're like, forget uh, the book? 22, 23. Okay. So then I moved to Chicago. I was going to try to get a writing job or something, and I, I couldn't. I was like, applied to a million places and... Like I, it's a, like a second city type thing? Or no, just mean? like anything. Just like a oh. copywriter. Oh, okay. Entry level, mm -hmm. anything. Yeah. But it was, wasn't working. So I ended up... Getting a job at the Cheesecake Factory, you know, where writers go. They do um, have good guac, though. They do, do have good guac. Do they feed you, or is it kind of you, you only get a discount? They're a little stingy, yeah. You get like a 50% discount when, <sighs> when you're working only. I feel like I'd be the worst waiter ever because, well, first, I'm a girl. But secondly, if I was a waitress, <laughs> a waitress oh, okay. I'd be the worst waiter, waitress, whatever. I don't know if it's like actor or just is unilaterally across gender, but... Anyway, I feel like I would always be eating off of people's, like, before I, I brought it to them. I feel like I mm. would take, I really like food is all yeah. I'm saying. I'd be like, God, that looks good. That's so wrong, though. I know. <laughs> like, that's you, I think when you're it. in the actual moment, you wouldn't do it. Maybe not. Do you think you're the type that would eat after 
like after like picked up their food yeah if it mm. looked good if there was like some guac that was clearly untouched it's a good question i've done that with kids i've babysat for and they're pretty disgusting right so. and you don't know these people in a, in a loving way i mean that you yeah. know kids are dirty and stuff well everyone's like, dirty yeah. and gross yeah, i guess that's true anyway yeah so cheesecake so you might, factory yeah you might do that maybe okay. maybe depends on what it is yeah well you probably people are wasteful they are very wasteful. And if I was broke and hungry, I mean, I don't know that it would definitely wouldn't be beneath me to be like, oh, I'm just gonna throw that in my purse, like so, get my yeah. purse lined with plastic, so you're just gonna <laughs> shove it all in it's there. It's probably best that you've never did that. <laughs> That's a good point. I don't think I could remember orders at all. It's hard. It's and so cheesecake real... factors are nuts. It's That's nuts. Like that menu, and you have to oh, memorize fuck. it, right? Yeah, I had to answer like 300 questions and a personality que- like questionnaire. It's just like yeah, oh. my roommate in college uh, works at Cheesecake Factory, and I was. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. No, that place sucks. Like, yeah, no sorry. offense, cheesecake. No country. offense, we love you. There uh, goes that uh, ad <laughs> revenue. Oh shit. <laughs> no, it was we're like, ad free, so yeah. yeah. They gotta butter me up with some serious cheesecakes if they want me to hawk their stuff. Great guac, though. You're right. They do have great guac. Great guac. So you're in the cheesecake factory. I'm in the cheesecake factory. I didn't become a rapper. I didn't become a writer. And now I'm at the Cheesecake Factory. You're over two. I'm over two. And that's depressing. Yeah, yeah, thank you. You're <laughs> I just, that's how I felt. I know it because I'm a creative, so I get it. Like, oh, yeah. I, I'm you know, I'm do all the creative things and I know how sorry, that's probably annoying everyone that's listening. My bobbles are bobbling. Mm. Um to 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 have your mind set on something, a creative path, and then have it systematically not working is super depressing. Yeah. That's just the way it is yeah and uh, to be fair it wasn't just that it wasn't working i think i was scared you know mm. obviously if i'm not showing you anyone like my rap self-sabotage so. scared kind of yeah, stuff? yeah like scared of failure yeah. fear of failure sure. not really putting myself out there yeah. fully um it's a powerful force. it's a strong fear yeah yeah, yeah. serious monster under the bed <laughs> okay, there's an elephant in the room and there's a monster under the bed. That's the day we've been talking oh, about. This is a crazy Airbnb. Um, yeah, so fear of failure kept me down for both of those things. Yeah. And uh, sitting at a cheesecake factory, slanging guac, you know, eating cheesecake. old cheesecakes yeah. and just going into food comas at work. And uh, I found out that like three of the people I worked with did stand-up comedy. And at this point, I had started liking it before that. I started writing jokes and stuff just for fun. And I found out they did comedy. And I'm like, you guys are kind of funny, but, like, not crazy. Like, anyone can do this? And they're like, yeah, man, just go to an open mic. You can just go to an open mic. And I was like, okay. So I I just went to an open mic and tried it. And I, I didn't suck, so... Yeah, I've, I've watched some of your stand-up. It's very funny. And mm. it's smart funny, which is my favorite kind. You know? Yeah, mine too. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty brilliant. <laughs> Not good on that. Everyone check it out. <laughs> um, what, what was your first routine, you remember? Or how long ago was that? Oof, that was about eight years ago. And you hadn't thought, I'm going to... Uh, maybe I'll do that. You, that hadn't even crossed your mind. It's just these guys at work were like, hey. Well, I had started writing. I had started really liking this comedian, Mitch Hedberg. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great comic. Yeah. May he rest in peace. Yeah, he was great. Because he was like a bridge. He was almost like a rapper to me. Because like his, his... Flow. His flow and his yeah. lines were like punchlines. Just like, like, yeah. like in a rap song. Just short and to the point. Mm-hmm. So I started writing some jokes like that. And... Uh, Went to open mic. Yeah, what was my first routine? Oh, God. They were all one-liners. I remember a couple. Uh, okay, what was it? I'm vegan. Well, I wasn't vegan, but I said I was vegan. Or I said I don't want to be vegan because the only sport they're allowed to play is squash. And it's just so stupid. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's funny. You think so? Yeah, how many people actually got that joke, though? I bet there was a moment and then people laughed. Like, uh, there are a lot of groans. Uh, it's like, oh. You know, still, it's, it's kind of corny, yeah. but I like ah, it. Ah, corny. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. wow. <laughs> Maybe I'll bring it back. Yeah. That's, I feel like that's one you could... 
run with, you know? It could be. It could be. There's some legs there. Yeah. Um, Not to beat it. Balance it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 wow. Oh, wow. You said beat with two E's. Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> you should try. And an umlaut. <laughs> Damn. Um, was there any other? Oh, God. These are so bad. Um, someone called me a tool. And it's like a tool because I'm so handy and useful. Is <laughs> See, like this is. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of bad one-liners is what I started off doing. And yeah. so you were, didn't you develop that? Yeah. And now you're more, um, I mean, you've got more storylines going on, I feel. I mean, I haven't only known you 10 minutes, but watching <laughs> yeah. your act, uh, it seems like it's more story-driven. Yeah, I try to have an arc, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I just think it's more exciting to have, like, an arc and it's more of an experience Mm -hmm. for other people than to just like list off a bunch of short jokes. Yeah. Yeah. I started to feel robotic and just not human, just like reciting jokes. So yeah, I had to switch it up. I had to talk about things that I cared about a little more to make it interesting for me. So, but don't you feel like people in the audience respond better when you get to that truth, that personal, uh, Sometimes <laughs> it's yeah. way it's just riskier. It's safer to do what I was doing cuz those just get laughs cuz they're just little funny jokes. Yeah. And they're easy. Uh when you get more into your personal truths, it's like okay, so before it's like if they didn't like it, they don't like the jokes. Right. But now it's like if they don't like it, they don't like me. Right. You know, they so don't like your story or they don't yeah, they don't like my point of view. They don't relate to my life or anything so yeah it's it's riskier but the payoff is way better because when you connect with people like if i do darker stuff and it connects it feels so good because i love i love hearing darker stuff from comics it makes me feel less alone it makes me feel like oh you too and then they make it funny and like that's just sort of transforms that bad energy yeah i mean that's like ideal but if you try to do dark stuff and it dark personal type stuff and it doesn't flip, then it's just like, oh, these people paid to be at a fun show and I just made it dark. Yeah. Is it hard to win people back if you start to lose them? Or can you get right back on it? Uh, it depends. It depends. There's like a couple options once you start losing them. You can, if like a joke doesn't hit, sometimes you can just ignore that and power through because... A lot of times I'm just in my own head and it it wasn't as bad as I thought. So there's no point in sort of derailing the whole set. But if it's really going bad, then, um, yeah, I just start making fun of myself and everyone. You just have to acknowledge it, you know. You can't pretend like you're not bombing because that's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do, what was, do you have a worst, worst story or a oh, top? God. Oh, God, there's a lot. <laughs> well, you've got to... I feel like in order to get great at something, you have to be crappy at it for a while. Or you have to learn from your <laughs> mistakes, you know? You have yeah. to fall down so you get back up. And, you know, you're like, oh, I, I guess I won't do it that way. This yeah, way. no doubt. And with stand-up anyways, it's like that never ends. Like, everyone bombs. Even Louis C.K. probably... I mean, he probably doesn't because everyone knows who he is now, but... And they're more accepting. He can say anything. And... Yeah, right. But yeah. if they didn't, if he went to like a different country who didn't know him, he'd right. still bomb sure. sometimes. Um, yeah. Plus, like the people who don't bomb aren't that funny. Like it's that safe thing. It's like you can get by and appeal to the masses and just like do safe jokes and kind of never bomb, but never like kill. Um, and that that's not appealing to me. Yeah. I'd rather bomb some and do really well and connect some. Killing must feel really, really good. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It changes my life. I, how, I'm tra- how do you mean, like... I'm trying to, like, be emotionally strong enough to not be so uh, attached to the outcome of my sets, but they still, unfortunately, have an impact, you know? like. See, I mean, I watch... I watch the comics, but I love 
live comedy. I love stand up. Okay. It's one of my favorite things. Yeah. Honestly, and uh, and especially in these these trying times, oh. I I watch a lot of stand up. Either going to it live or our mm. Netflix is great for stand up yeah, comedy. Yeah, Netflix is great. You know, and um, but it's it's interesting to me to watch the face of the comic after the set, or even I try and sit where I can see them coming in and out of the door. Oh, wow. I want to, you know, I, I'm. It's for me. It's curious to see that the mask coming on and off, and the perception of what what the funny comic is versus what the person comic is. Mm-hmm. All that stuff fascinates me. Oh yeah, it's really interesting, and you can almost see the. And I understand from the side of a performer, you know, when you're when you're about to go out on the stage, and you're in your head, you're going over the last few things, or maybe you're yeah. trying to remember a line or a you know whatever. I get that, but there's also something about the en- watching the energy shift that I, I think is really fascinating. Yeah, I'm probably microcosming it down pretty far uh, than most people, but just because you know, yeah, the condition and all that, it's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels some sometimes it feels kind of like skydiving, mm. you know, like right before you know you go out there, it's like you're putting on your parachute and getting all your gear together, and then you don't know what's gonna happen once you walk out on the stage right because it's different every time like there's no the weird thing about stand-up is like with music you're gonna go to a rock show you're gonna go to a rap show you know what you want and you're gonna go to that Mm -hmm. with comedy it's just like comedy club it's not like a type of con there's so many different types of comedy so you just don't know what the audience is going to want. Well, and so many different kinds of audience members. Where I feel like music is such a unifier and, and, and you don't pay 30 bucks to go see music you hate or don't like or yeah. don't know about even. You pay, but with comics, you're like, yeah, let's see what it's like. Yeah. You know, the comedy store, for example, you know, you pay your money, you go in and who knows what you're going to get usually. Yeah. And it's all sorts of people. And then your audience... You know, you've got the smarts, you got the not so smarts, you've got the drunks. You got a lot of those. You know, angry, you know, whatever. People that are just like, oh, I'm not going to laugh. No, I'm not, you know. Oh, yeah. Which, what? I just, it's, to me, that's like customer service. Why are you in customer service if you don't like people? Why are you coming to a comedy show if you don't want to laugh? That makes no sense. I don't know. But they're out there. I think people just want to see people fail sometimes. Yeah. It's like, there's a lot of people that do that with magicians. They're like... I'm gonna go there and try to figure out what you're doing, and I don't it's believe you. It's a trick. You. Like, well, yeah, shit no shit. Trick. It's a trick. Yeah. yeah, that is weird. It That's is like weird. the annoying people in movies that I, I like to escape into a movie. So oh even, yeah. You know, I don't want to be reminded how something is impossible. Oh yeah, you know, that's the worst. It, it's like it's a movie. It's okay that you know the physics don't line up or you know whatever the, yeah. the, the gravity yes i know you can't hear you know i get it but let me just enjoy the movie yeah who are those people yeah why, well, why? i think it's people that want to um they have their own agenda of wanting to be the smartest person in the room or mm. you know whatever they want to be the comedian probably and they never maybe, did maybe so yeah did you so did you go to stand-up shows before you started your hand at it, or? I went to a few, not a lot. But and it did, didn't resonate then. It I felt I liked it, but. But I, I mean, it wasn't like oh I could do this. It wasn't until. No, I mean I was I got hints like no people said I was funny, but also like my family was shocked. They're like. Because I've always been sort of quiet, mm. quiet one and reserved. Yeah, you, seem, you seem reserved. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you do. You, that's the. I mean, your energy. Is yeah. Just, well, yeah. It's my energy. Chill. It is. Chill. Are you stoned? No. I'm just... No. Okay, I wouldn't have judged it even if you were. I'm drunk. Okay. <laughs> that is I came to party. Um. Yeah. And what did they say? We're like, you can't do that. Don't don't do that. You crazy lunatic. They didn't say that. They're just like. Huh? They say it with their eyes. Aaron, you comedy you know just like doubting not did you have funny parents do you have funny parents no okay they weren't very funny okay no even punny or any no my mom who i grew up with is she wasn't that funny no she's pretty serious yeah when she had fun it wasn't like clever jokes it was just like excitement Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like funny so no uh, no 
there wasn't a whole lot of humor. Do you think you can teach someone to be funny, or do you think it's a natural-born instinct that you can develop, and mm. that's that? I think about it, because with songwriting, you know, people go to songwriting classes, they try and learn, and it's like, well, this, I understand that, but I feel like you're either, you have a talent for it, or you don't have a talent. You, yeah. you can get better all the time, even if you have a talent for it, but if you have no talent for it, I don't think any amount of teaching is really going to get yeah. you there. Maybe I'm a jerk for saying that, but I, I feel like that's kind of, and with any creative, anything, mm-hmm. like I can play piano, I will never be a piano player. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably true for the most part. Like, And, and it's weird because a lot of the people that are funny in real life mm-hmm. at parties and stuff, they're mm-hmm. not good comedians. Mm-hmm. How come, you think? I don't know. The people that are just like in the life of the party, super extroverted, just cracking jokes here and there, they try to do that on stage and it just, it's not the same. Like there's not that level of observation that you get from being more quiet and like, socially anxious or whatever like a lot of comedians are that are super yeah. much so yeah yeah so yeah um a lot of the times those people aren't as funny as you would think but then there's been people that i've i've watched and i'm like you are never going to be funny and then they just keep going and then they, they something switches and then it flips and they become really good so you just mm-hmm. never know yeah with that yeah just it's random what was one of your best shows so far oh best ones i have a way i haven't even told you about the bad ones but oh yeah i scoot sorry yeah i'm tangent girl it's just yeah i will i've had multiple bad ones i've had a couple like very bad ones that have stood out but like um i'd say Okay, real quick one. I'll go deeper into one of them. But one of them was, uh, I was at a, I was going to open mic. I was like two years in, into comedy in Chicago. And uh, there's this crowd that was supposed to go see this comedian in this other room in the same building. And the comedian hadn't showed up yet. He's like two hours late. So they put all those people in the room for the open mic. And... Uh, they just started booing everyone and they've started booing me immediately. And there's a guy looking at me from the crowd and he looked really nice. And he's like, he's like motioning towards me. Like, give me the mic. You want, just let me have the mic. I'll tell him to shut up. It was basically what I perceived, but he just grabbed the mic and he's like, Hey, you don't want to see this motherfucker get off stage. <laughs> everyone was like, <laughs> it was horrible but it didn't feel that bad because everyone was getting booed yeah. so i was like i know solidarity yeah this yeah. isn't totally about me uh another bad one was i had a show in grant park in chicago which is a big outdoor park uh i don't know if you remember rally to restore sanity do you remember that it was like this big john stewart stephen mm-hmm. colbert thing oh right yeah it was like i don't know seven years ago maybe and they had these like they had a big rally in Washington, D.C., but then they also had, like, these little satellite rallies around the country in, in different cities. So mm-hmm. they hired local talent to go on in between, like, they had big TVs where they were showing the rally, and then they would shut it off, and they go to, like, local talent. And uh, I, the, the crowd was starting to get restless every time they went to the local talent, but it was, like, they were still cool. But by the time... I was going up, they had shut off Jon Stewart and people started booing a little bit. And then I go up and try to do jokes and then like they all start booing. Like 3,000 people. Like I've never performed for that many people and when I did, they were just booing. They didn't even give you a chance. No. It that was sucks. People yeah. are sucky sometimes. I know. And like you're trying that's, to restore that's that sanity. weird herd mentality thing. Yeah. They just wanted to watch TV, which is weird. Like, why would you come to a park to watch TV? Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, that, that one hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Because some local magazine wrote about it the next day, and the opening line was, poor Aaron Weaver. <laughs> I was like, oh this is my first press. Please tell me you framed that. And it's I like, have it still, yeah. You should frame that. Just that. <laughs> yeah. That hurt. That hurt. So. Yeah. Um, 
standout sets those are harder yeah i don't know what that says about me but those are, i've had a lot of really good sets it's but. probably because it creates that euphoria that puts you in sort of that altered state yeah that, then so you're not really there even when you're there yeah yeah and there's no there's nothing wrong so you know how people nothing like, sticks in your brain right yeah it was all good uh, i do remember one time i had like a, a one-liner joke that i've just never heard people laugh that long for a joke for me anyways like it was it was so awesome what's the joke can you say it it was out of context it wouldn't work i mean it's just uh do you realize that drinking water out of a straw is the exact opposite of snorkeling and (laughs) that's great it was just like people laughed immediately and then other people sort of got it later yeah. and they started laughing and it's just like then the first people started laughing at them and they started laughing at it. and there's just like waves and waves and i like didn't know what to do i was just standing there like i would never had that it was like 20 seconds for wow. that like five second joke i was like this is awesome the but, crack that it, you rode the dragon baby <laughs> yeah girl riding that dragon did you have you had that experience since or is that like the most uh that's been the most, yeah, like that. Kick-ass. That's, yeah, it's just been a weird moment. It felt like the Matrix broke a little bit in that moment. So yeah. that, that was that was awesome, yeah. So what's your process for putting out? Do you just try and pay attention and take keep notes and then sit down and write out a whole... In my perception of how a comic works, and I don't know if this is true, but I'm just going to tell you my perception, mm-hmm. is that you are really observational you you absorb all this information going on around you in your own life and all that and then you just sit down and, and write it all out memorize it and then make it fresh every damn time you perform it that's like almost like you're doing a soliloquy or something yeah it's changed for me over the years like in the beginning i was just looking at everything like what's funny about that sign like what's funny about rollerblades and i was just like just recording everything uh, in my notebook. Um, But I don't know, lately, as I've gotten older, I've done more inner type work, you know, like just going to therapy and stuff like that. So that has become way more interesting to me, Mm. that sort of inner world more so than looking out. So lately I've just been trying to like make a point like figure out what I perceive is either like an injustice in the world or something going on in me that's tricky and confusing that I hope is for other people too. And just figure out what I want to talk about and then try to make that funny Mm -hmm. as opposed to just like scanning the earth for funny stuff. Um, And that's harder. It's definitely like in the beginning, it's harder to make that funny. So it's like, you don't feel like you're doing so well. Yeah. But like I said, the payoff is way better once that works. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I just write. I still write. I know a lot of comics, it's like, it's this weird taboo thing it almost seems like now is writing. All these comics are like, no, I'll just get up there and Freestyle. riff and yeah. just figure it out as I talk. And I'm like, I can't. I'm not doing that. That's well, just a different style though, right? It I mean, is. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that, but... Um, and I've seen some comics transition in and out of both. I, they, they definitely riff on the audience maybe to start. Mm-hmm. I guess that's them getting their their juice up or whatever, and then they go into their bit. Oh, yeah. And then they go back to freestyling or whatever. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. But some comics say they, like, never write anything down. They're just, yeah. like, working it all out on stage. And I'm that's like, ballsy. It's, yeah, it's like tightrope work. Yeah. For sure. That's tough. Yeah, it's just a what different you, brain. What about the first... What do you do with heck? I mean, you kind of talked about when you got booed or whatever, but, like, specific hecklers. How do you... Do you just sort of go for it and eviscerate as you go, or do you... Um... You got to get them... You got to get the audience on your side, right, in the face of a heckler. Yeah. Usually the heckler is not liked already yeah you know no one wants that no, it's annoying as fuck right yeah. so it's not hard to, yeah <laughs> usually yeah um my mode of attack is to 
like usually I don't like to be too mean right off the bat because that's a little off-putting but I like to just ask them questions and they'll usually give me something that makes them look stupid right because once once it shifts from all the attention being on me to like you the heckler they just they falter because they're not used to it because they're not comics yeah, they're Generally. not comics. They're just and, drunk people. <laughs> yeah, and they say some dumb shit, and I just yeah. riff off of that. And yeah. everyone likes it because nobody likes them because yeah. they're dumb hecklers. Yeah. Yeah. Who are your um, some of your heroes, your favorite? Um, yeah, I like, like I said in the beginning, I Mitch, really, really yeah. liked Mitch and Stephen Wright. It's those yeah. one-liner comics. Um, after that, I really got into, like, Bill Hicks and, mm-hmm. like, George Carlin. Right now, I really like the people that are really honest. So, like, I, I love Maria Bamford. She's so funny. She talks about, like, her mental illness, but makes it so good. Um, this guy, Patrice O'Neill, he's dead now, but he oh. he was so yeah. good. Yeah, he, he was just... Him and Bill Burr, they say the worst things and then explain it and by the end you're like oh okay and it's crazy like the they say the worst things right off the bat but somehow they flip it they Mm -hmm. dig a hole he died of diabetes right or like complications from diabetes yeah 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 Yeah. he died 40 something i think yeah yeah he was young young. super young Mm -hmm. yeah it was sad but he was great He was like just fearless you know yeah those are those. That's what I look up to now. Is like who's fearless and how are they doing that? Well, what about a Louis C.K.? Is he is he fearless or is he just at a point of so much power he can say anything and he gets away with it? I actually, I love him. I think he's really yeah. funny. Yeah, I love his TV shows. I've only actually seen a couple of his standups. Yeah. And um, and I like that he pushes the envelope because I think that's important. Yeah. Just socio politically, I think that's important because mm-hmm. it makes people think and it, it makes people uncomfortable. And I think that's the only way you grow is to get a you know get that salt in there and yeah whatever. But um, his show that he had and I'm probably gonna, is it just called I don't think it was just called Louis. Mm-hmm. I know he had the show Louis that was on, but it was before it was the one that was more. Oh, on HBO? It was like he and then his wife and, and they were in that. Lucky Louie? Lucky Louie. Oh, I'm, you watched that? Oh, I loved it. I haven't really watched that. Oh, it's great. Is I it a it joke? Fun. Is it a parody of sitcoms? Yeah, I mean, in its own way, yeah. But it's okay. um, it's really good. I thought it was totally making fun of sitcoms. It is a little bit, but it isn't. I mean, it's okay. it takes itself seriously, but not. It's hard to explain. It's very yeah. him. I mean... Mm-hmm. Um, it's excellent. I really liked it, but it's it's my kind of humor too. Okay. You know, and I think he's quite bright and. Oh, very bright. Yeah, and so yeah. already I'm turned on by that kind of humor. Yeah. Know? So. Yeah, and he's got that other thing, Harold and Pete. Have you heard of I that? I haven't seen that. Yeah, that's supposed to be really dark and kind of funny. Yeah, so. he's pretty dark. Oh, he's very dark. Yeah. Oh he's, yeah. Uh, he's got some stuff. Rattling around in them bones, for yeah, sure. Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah, he does. He's got some controversies. Uh, any Anybody that you just don't like, you probably don't want to say their names, but anybody <laughs> that you don't like, and you don't have to say who it is, but why don't you like them? So you don't ostracize yourself. Yeah, I probably shouldn't no, name I, names. I wouldn't. <laughs> but yeah. what is it about it you don't like? You don't even say boy or girl. Just what, what what kind of comedy do you not like? How about that? We'll make First it of all, super... it's definitely a girl. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Women aren't funny. Women aren't funny. No, uh, no, nah, nah, they're very funny. Uh, I don't like... Just just hack stuff. There's a lot of it. There's a lot of it. There's people Wait, with what's Netflix. What's an example of that? Because I think people out there in the listening world that don't know... Yeah. Um, just like What's representation? difference between men and women, uh, oh. white people, black people are different. Here's why. Like yeah. we know this has been done a lot. Yeah. Um, Regurgitive. Drunk girls talk like this, you know, like that sort of thing. Um, am I right ladies? Am I right fellas? You know, like just, just saying some basic stuff, like, and then yeah. being like, am I right? You know you know what I mean, fellas? I, I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I think the wiggle is... <laughs> he's wiggling while he says that. Yeah, good thing you can't see it, because it'd totally give it away. You'd know the wiggle. 
Um, Did you watch the Carmichael show? I loved it. I thought it was really great. I didn't watch that. I no. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, he's funny. I. I like see. I love like Chappelle, a freaking genius. I mean, I love. Oh, yeah. I love anyone that's sticking their finger in there and being like, "Does that hurt? Does that hurt? Yeah. Does that hurt? Does that hurt? I just think it's so necessary. It's so important right now. Oh man. But there's so much. The PC thing is gonna. There's so much of that. It frustrates me. Oh my god. There is. I mean, there's certainly a time and a place to be respectful, but comics should be off limits. If you know what I mean, their their whole point is to be like, look at this horrible thing. Yeah. And find some weird shred of humor. I actually, I had somebody on my podcast who uh, took offense to a joke that I, that off the cuff, and I, and I thought <laughs> it was hilarious. Can you tell us? Uh, well, <laughs> well, this person, listen, I, I love this person. I mean, we've since, you know, we're we know friends you and love all this, this stuff. person. I know, yeah, yeah. But, um, What's the joke? <laughs> well, the joke was, uh, I said, what's your. <laughs> So we were talking about alcohol, and I said, what's your favorite, um, or what's your least favorite drink? And mm -hmm. he said, mimosa. And I said, why? And he said, because it's half juice. And I said, oh, it's Hitler's least favorite drink, too. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just the first thing that popped in my oh head. My God. And he goes, he just looked at me like, holy shit. And then he didn't say anything. And then later he's like, can you take that out? And I'm like, I get it. I understand. But I'm like... And I said, he goes, Hitler jokes aren't, that's what he said to me in real life. He said, Hitler jokes aren't funny. And I said, tell that to Mel Brooks, you know, like, yeah, you know, and, <laughs> and I'm, I'm half Jewish. So I get, you know, so the half juice made it even funnier for me because yeah. I've been around people that make like Jewish disparaging things, not knowing. Mm. And then you're like, oh, by the way. Right. You know, that's not an appropriate thing to and say. And Hitler is, like, the best example of evil. So he comes up a lot in comedy. Like, Absolutely. You're always trying to take things to the most absurd level. Absolutely. So he, I use, I talk about him. Like, yeah. it's just, like, if you want an example that everyone knows that right. is about the worst possible thing, you're going right. to talk about him. Yeah. And I thought it was, like, it was a pun. It was a Hitler joke. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I never saw the light of day. Maybe he's sensitive about juice. You know? Yeah. Like just, orange, cranberry. Yeah. It's juice, yeah. guys. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I do think that it's important to... And if you don't... Also, I think history repeats as we are seeing right now. Mm -hmm. Right? And so if you don't remind people once and again that there's some pretty terrible things in the world... Mm-hmm. I mean, they people get complacent and they forget and this whole PC to make a comic apologize for oh my a God. joke is, is it's outrageous. getting wild out it here. is getting I feel bad for y'all it's, it's getting like, wild within the community of comedians There's, really I've been to like shows or open mics or something where the other comics are policing the comics really oh yeah I've seen people with get on a megaphone and like yell during someone's set like this is supposed to be a supportive. comic does that yeah what? multiple people have done similar things it's crazy like what's an example say uh okay so one time this guy he was i don't know who he was he's just a new comic and he he wasn't that funny yet which is fine he's at an open mic yeah doesn't have to be but he was uh he said I don't even think it was a bad angle or anything, but he just said the word black people, and then the the com other comic got on a megaphone and did the siren. It was like, woo, 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 woo. He's like, what? He's like, you can't say that. I was like... Was it a black person on the megaphone? It was, yeah. Interesting. And a white person or a black person talking? A uh, white person. Interesting. It was is... it disparaging? Was it... I... It didn't even happen. Oh. It didn't even happen. Oh, the joke didn't even... Didn't even get there. Oh, that's weird. It seems highly aggressive without even hearing. Yeah. And the thing about all the people so far that I've seen act that way, they're not funny. Like, they're just... I think... The I don't people know. they mean that are being reactive? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that whole policing uh, group is... Uh, yeah. They're not... Well, I think it's dangerous. I think Super dangerous. It's like the people that wanted to ban uh, the um, 
Oh, what's her name? Uh, um, to Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, Harper Lee. Oh, the, yeah. the set of Watchmen, because they use the N-word, which is, yes, a horrible, horrifying word. But in that era, that's how people talked. And when you start taking out that con- context, you're actually, I, I feel like you're doing a disservice to people that had to live through that. Yeah. You know, who heard it all the time? You know, yeah. to act like it never happened. Right. Would it be better if she pretended like that never happened? Right. I think that's more insulting. I think that's way more insulting. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like to me, I remember being in eighth grade, you know, ninth grade history class and having kids in the class with, well, my dad says the Holocaust never happened. It's like, what? What? You know, let's yeah. just erase all of those horrible human things that we've done to each other. Yeah. And then guess what happens? They get to come back and. It hap- it'll happen again and it'll just keep happening yeah so right. anyway that's that's my big thing about that it's I'm, so important There's... I don't think you should censor comics I no just, I mean it's and the, don't get me wrong there are bad comics of who course. say dumb stuff that's right. offensive right but just don't laugh but at them but they'll get weeded out they will get own. weeded out they're not gonna make it yeah. they're not gonna get anywhere right and yeah that happens and it's annoying but like that doesn't mean you should be censoring people right um yeah, I think right now it's super important. I do think you should censor Nazis who yell kill Jews for sure, but that's a different story. We're talking about so for anybody listening to like, yeah, but you know But even that, is that right? Because like I think if, if it incites don't... there's this there's, the First Amendment is very specific in that there's yeah. freedom of speech unless it incites harm, riot or and that that's when yeah. the bets start going, uh Yeah. You know. And I get that. Like obviously I don't like what they're saying, but just hypothetically, like, is it better that they don't say it out loud and just sort of... No, I want everyone to say everything out loud. Yeah, like, we know I who do. they are I now. I mean, me personally, yeah. They're not, like, suppressing it, and right. so it's building and building, and they do something crazy, but... Right, I'd like to know exactly who those people right. are. Right. Yeah. I think it's better. I'm a big fan of that. I don't think people should incite riots, and I don't think children should get killed, and all, you know, all that kind of stuff. However, I want to know exactly where my monsters are at all times and they're all inside <laughs> yeah. just kidding yeah it is it is interesting yeah, yeah it is and i think everyone is so scared to say anything right now yeah it's so tense it's so tense it's so tense. like especially with like identity politics and stuff mm-hmm. it's so tense ever there's so few even comedians that are trying to say anything because they're scared they're going to get ostracized or... Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, there's just a... God, see, that just kills an art form. To me, I, I don't know. It's... I was, I was driving uh, home from my last podcast interview, or driving home. I don't live here, but, you know, driving back to the Airbnb. And uh, I, my mind just started to wander because I'm in traffic or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I, for some reason, I started thinking of Fiddler on the Roof. And then my okay. mind went to fondler on the roof and i thought that would make a funny cartoon or a great porn and then i thought oh no people would hear fondler on the roof and immediately think pedophile and then that would be horrible so then my whole thought process like played itself out but you have to be able to play it out you know what i mean you have to be able to say pedophile pedophile on the roof fuck it like yeah that'd be funny why is he on the roof well fondler on the roof is funnier there because it rhymes well yeah (laughs) hey i'm the comedian oh yes (laughs) okay am i explaining this to you no no see the joke is (laughs) oh okay tell me tell me heckler um wait no you just heckled me didn't you (laughs) whatever i I can't i'm the comedian i can't heckle you But you know, it's that's where art forms start to, to die off. For sure. If you can't be a, you know, if you can't, like, there are people, there are people that are like, I'm going to poop in this jar, and that's art. Well, I don't think that's art, but somebody does. I do. I mean, that's pretty cool. Well, I'm not Save it for it. later. Yeah. Put it in the toilet when, you, when you're constipated. Maybe you feel better. Feel better about, about yourself. yourself. Yeah. yeah. Save it for a rainy day. There is something very satisfying about a great poop, I guess. I really think it's probably better than anything. Really? I, yeah. Anything? Maybe better than sex. Like, a great... Although a great poop, for sure, is up there. For sure. I think sure. it's because, you know, there's kind of all the same sensations in it their own way. Yeah. Happening. I mean, they're different, but they're the same. Yeah. It's like, man, that felt good. I think it's more... It's like con- sneezing. Or- <laughs> it's more consistently better than 
sex unless you have like let's you have a good partner I a, suppose. yeah yeah right sure over over life it's been more consistent <laughs> <laughs> you know like you can always count on poop to make you feel good i guess that's true and when you when you don't it's miserable oh yeah that's when you know something's good when it doesn't happen that it really sucks yeah it's yeah. miserable yeah that's a, that's a horrible place to be people don't really talk about that constipation but for real Horrible. People need to start talking about that. Yeah. I'm just tired of being censored. Because that is a serious problem. <laughs> that is. That and is. I think no one... People will admit to pooping more than they will be admitting to constipation. I don't know why there's more shame in that, but... Yeah, it is because some... I, that's a good question. I don't know. It's, it's certainly thought-provoking. <laughs> <laughs> I, when I went to Key West for the Songwriter Festival last year... I I was feeling rather bound up, if you know what I mean. And uh, uh-huh. I'm celiac, so sometimes okay. things just go astray if I get wheat accidentally, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, mm-hmm. when I got there, I thought, I'm going to get a colonic. Mm. That's going to be awesome. Or a hydro, colon hydrotherapy, whatever yeah. it's called. And I went in there and, man, those things are freaking awesome. But it's the weirdest experience <laughs> to be on the table. There's this woman... She's like, just breathe, put your knees here. Oh. I'm gonna stick this tube in your, you know, right here, and I'm, wow. I'm gonna turn it, and you'll feel like a little, you know. And she's sort of describing. It, you're like, Jesus, okay. <laughs> and she's doing this, and you're breathing, and uh. she's, she's like, relax. You're like, I'm relaxed. And then, they, you know, have you ever had one? No, I've done something close. Similar. I'll tell you about it after. <laughs> okay, so then they run the warm water, and the warm water starts to fill you up. Yeah. And um, all the while, that she she's just talking to you in a very soothing voice, and she's kind of petting your stomach and, and all that kind of stuff. And if you think about it, you're like, I'm about to crap into this tube in front of this lady. And so your brain is going, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do not do that. That's not okay. You're not supposed to poop in front of people. Yeah, don't do that. You know, course. it's like snorkeling. You're like, what do you mean breathe underwater? That makes no sense. Yeah. You know? And and then you start like, then, you know, she's flushing. She's like, oh, we're ready. And you're like, okay. And she's like, just <laughs> let go. And you're like, that makes no sense. You yeah. know, but boy, and then you can't make it not happen. And so you're, you're kind of, you get a fevery feeling because you're yeah. kind of embarrassed, but you, it also feels good and it's, it's traumatizing, it's but wonderful. It's like you lost time. your virginity, yeah, your poop virginity. I guess so. Uh, it's a very bizarre experience. Yeah. Yeah. That, I can't imagine doing it with another person there. Yeah, because they've got to, you know, monitor everything. Wow. Yeah. How long are you doing it? How- it takes about... I mean, it takes like an hour, hour oh, 20. Damn. It takes a, a minute, yeah. Wow. I've done... Oh my God, you feel so much better after I know. That. Oh, yeah. I've it's done a uh, coffee enema. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes you hyper or what? No, oh. not at all. Coffee up your butt doesn't make you... You don't take the caffeine in. Okay, because I remember like people were putting like vodka-soaked tampons in their butts to get drunk. I remember that was a craze. For oh, them. yeah. Hmm. I never did that, but... Me um, neither. Yeah, Coffee enemas are pretty cool. So what's it like? You just you just lay on the ground, put on some Enya, and like... Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> my mom yeah, taught so me how to do this. Okay. Uh, and you With put, like the hot water bottle situation or what? I use... There's a bucket. You can get a okay. bucket. Or I guess you could use a hot water thingy. Um, but yeah, you just... You put this tube in your butt... And you put some whatever lubricant on it, and you put it, put it in your butt, and then you just let it flow into you. The the coffee. The coffee. Is it like a pot of coffee, or what is it? It's green coffee, so there's like some oh. green coffee that you can get. I, I you could probably use regular coffee, but but there's a specific that's probably better, less yeah. acidic maybe. Yeah, I think your butt. so. I think so. I mean, yeah. you don't want it to be hot. No, that yeah. sounds like a bad idea. No. Yeah. Um. So you, you wait till it cools down, you put some cold water in it to like make sure it's not hot. And you just put it in and uh, just let it sit and you just Hold ideally- Hold it as long as you can. Ideally like 15 minutes. Yeah. And then it gets to the point where you can't hold it and you're gonna explode and then you just run to the toilet, let it go, and then wow, wow, you feel so good. Yeah. It's just like- It's really something. 
It's amazing. I feel like you, you just got back from like a week-long vacation or something. Yeah, I don't think people really understand how wonderful it is. They're like, gross, what are you talking about? But it's yeah. really, it's something. Poop is... Toxic. It's making a comeback. Like, Because you, <laughs> you've heard of like these, what are they called? Uh, well, it's like the probiotics inside of you, inside of your gut. They so, have fecal transplant. transplant. That's what I'm saying. People yeah. are taking eat, basically eating no they stick it up your butt you know oh <laughs> okay that's probably that would make you super duper sick <laughs> yeah okay no that's in they, they do capsules and they take other people with healthy flora uh, they take their poop mm-hmm. and they stick it up your butt and then that healthy flora repopulates your screwed up flora right i mean that's brilliant whoever thought of that gets a nobel as far as right. i'm concerned mm-hmm. yeah science Science. All right, back to you, though, in comedy. Oh, yeah, that was a big tangent. (laughs) Uh, What were we saying? Uh, Well, we were talking about um, uh, bombing and heckles and good shows and your favorite comics and the kind of comedy you don't like. Mm. How about Netflix being so great with comedians? Is that... Yeah. Is there a new president, a stand-up comic or something? I'm just shocked at how great it is. No, I think people... Just want that. Yeah, I we're in troubled times. Are. They need, they need laughter. Yeah, I don't think there's been such a popularity with. Well, I don't know. The '80s were huge for stand-up, but yeah, yeah, people. I think they do the best on Netflix stand-up specials. Yeah, who's so. the best live comic you've ever seen? Oh God. Mmm. They don't have to be super famous if they're not. I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah. Best live comic. Uh, I, I really like Bill Burr. Mm -hmm. I feel like he's got no place where he's just a machine and you can put anything you want into his brain and he'll spit it out and it'll be funny. And you've seen him live. Yeah. 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 He can just go off the cuff. He can write really well. He's just, he's all of it. He's, he's really good. And he's also one of the few people that I think is so important right now, who are challenging the PC stuff mm. and just saying what he wants to say. And he's one of the very few, it seems like, that are actually doing it and still successful. Yeah. So. Thank goodness for that. Yeah. So, like, watching that live, watching him touch on these subjects that nobody wants to touch on is really fun because you get to see how people you know take offense or 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 how he wins them over eventually and right. it's just it's really alive it's cool so you're going to new york are you going to do stand-up when you're there yeah is that why that's the trip is for uh, i'm going for a wedding but I'm, oh, okay. I'm just every time i go somewhere i try to set up a bunch of shows that's just smart. like yeah do you have a favorite place in uh new york or um, l.a even for that matter since you live here well, in New York, well, in L.A., I run a show at the Improv on Thursdays. You do? So, come on out. Comedians You Should Know is what it's called. Um, oh. The Improv Lab. I don't think, do I, oh, you know what? That's right. I was, uh, our mutual friend told me about that. Uh, uh, Cora told me about that. And um, I'm going to that Futurama Live thing that night. Oh, at the Improv? I don't know where it is. Oh, Okay. Is it at the Improv? I have no idea. I've oh, seen it there before. it's somewhere on Hollywood, so... Hmm. On Hollywood Boulevard? I'm not sure. I haven't looked at my ticket yet. Yeah, well... Anyway, yeah. I also would absolutely be there. So, you, the Improv, you like? Yeah, I like it. I've, I've been to the Comedy Store here, and I had a blast. Comedy Store is great. I was shocked. It was just awesome after awesome after awesome. They, I mean... Yeah, just killing it. Comedy store, yeah, they have so many comics go up, and they're so good. They're, they're so everyone good. wants to be there. Yeah, yeah, that's the hardest place for a newer comic to get into. Yeah, they just have so many good people. How do you get in there? That one's tricky. I don't. I don't Is know. Who you know, kind of like in music, sometimes who you know. Yeah, you have to hang out there like every day if you want to have a chance. And I, some people are willing to commit that time, but I, I can't right now. Or, or you just become successful outside of it. And right. Then you can just do it. Um, I, I go up at the Laugh Factory a lot. That's a good club. I like that one. Um, in New York, I'm excited to do the Knitting Factory. That's mm. that's a really cool venue. 
my buddies run a show there on Sunday nights. Cool. It's, it's really fun. It's packed out. It used to be Hannibal Burris's show, so they took it over. Sweet. Yeah, it's fun. Nice. Yeah. Looking forward to the New York crowds. They're a little more lively sometimes. Yeah. A little more just willing to go there with you. Is it hard to be night after night? Let's say you have a four-night run or something, and your, your set is basically the same because you're going off of your own script or whatever, but yeah. it's, it's sticking within a parameter. Is it hard to maintain the funny in it and the timing and the beats and all that stuff when it becomes rote like that? When it, yeah, when it gets repetitive, that's hard, yeah. So I think about some of these guys on these long runs, and I think, God, how do they do it, man? Yeah. Or I'll catch them in two different cities, and it's basically the same yeah. thing, and they're able to deliver it. You know, It makes me laugh both times. Which I think is yeah. a talent in and of itself. It is. There's some people like I'm. I'm kind of bad at like selling it if I'm bored of it. Mm. But some people I've seen them do the same jokes for like eight years and they sell it like it's brand new, like they just thought of it. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. I yeah. don't. Know, how are you doing that? Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of the people that go on tours like that, they switch up. I mean, if you switch up even 10%, 15% of your set, it it's enough fresh. to, like, carry you through yeah, and that makes keep sense. it not boring. But, yeah, th- I've definitely had a lot of moments where I, I felt like just reciting my jokes and not present, and that's not a good place. Yeah. So, pull I, out a knock-knock joke. <laughs> pull out a knock-knock joke, yeah. People love those. Knock-knock jokes. And you know what? A good knock-knock joke. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any other kind? I, I, are there any good knock knock? There's got to be at least one. I can't think of any. I can't really either. Yeah, I forget all those. Street jokes. Did yeah. you? Did So what's the plan, young man? <laughs> what's the plan? <laughs> yeah, what's the plan? Uh, what's the goal? What's the... I mean, the ultimate goal... Has this? Does this feel like this is what all along you should... This is it? Instead of the writing and the <laughs> rapping and the, all that other stuff, is this? Oh God, uh, I I don't know. I question it. Oh okay. Yeah, I think every comic, cause you just kill one day and then you bomb the next day and you're like, what am I doing? Right. I I always like imagine just living in the woods after I bomb. I'm just like, I just want to like make mustard, <laughs> like live off the land. Yeah. <laughs> and write. I'll start writing again. Maybe I'll become a woods rapper just do that um but or you crinkle sawdust instead of yeah yeah sawdust makes a good sound yeah yeah um see that one bombed that was a good lesson in bombing yeah there you go how'd that feel (laughs) felt pretty good (laughs) poop good i got i got (laughs) high for a second no it wasn't quite it was definitely not poop good okay um no but i think that's the holy grail that is the holy grail um I think next up, I want to get a late night set mm. on like you know Conan or Colbert. Are those hard to get? Are they harder yeah. to? Or, yeah. They're not easy. Yeah. Well, I mean, because it seems like a lot of those guys give chances to unknowns more readily than oh no even doubt. say a comedy club that's mm, no you're not saying, no it's, not more than a comedy club. Oh okay, all right. No, but I don't feel like I only see bigger names at comedy clubs, and then on and then on the late night, I'm like. I've never heard of this guy, but he's funny or she's funny. Yeah, but you always got openers at the comedy clubs that are no not known. Yeah. Um, but late night, it's hard because there's not a lot of spots. And there's literally, God, there's got to be like 20,000 comedians right now, at least. It's There's so many. And so there's like thousands of good ones, really good ones that aren't famous. So yeah, it's everyone's fighting for those spots and trying yeah. to stand out. Yeah. But does it help to be a writer? Yeah, uh, I, I mean literally a writer for like a show. You know, it seems like like John Mulaney is like, oh yeah, mm. I was a writer on SNL. I was a writer. You know. Hmm. That might help. Um. I don't know. I don't know how much that helps with. If you're a writer on that late night show that you're trying to get on, I'm sure that would help a lot. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And then, I don't know, the ultimate dream would be, you know, like, HBO specials. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about the SNL route? Is that... I don't think that's my route. Yeah. Maybe writing for it, but I'm not 
that much of an actor to where I get excited about it. Yeah. doing something like that so so it's a whole nother follow acts too I yeah guess. that's more of the comedian actor route yeah if, yeah more of the comedian writer so all right so how can people find you aaron they can find me at twitter at aaron weaver with four a's um they can find <laughs> whoa what <laughs> four a's yeah for reals yeah a-a-a-a-r-o-n yeah that's your Twitter. Twitter, okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, Instagram, Weave Dreaming, um, and Facebook. Okay. Yeah. Really quick, the YouTube video um, that you did that I thought was so so well done was the wild animal one. Uh the the bus the zebra the bus. one. Yeah. Oh okay. That was brilliant. <laughs> so Thank are you, you gonna do more of those? Yeah, I'll probably do more of those. What is the name of that one so people can YouTube that? Oh, uh, God, what is the I'll name? I'll put it on my Hey Human podcast, too, so um, on, the, on the links page. I don't remember the name of that video, but if you Google my name, it'll come up. Yeah. Yeah, there's like what? three of them. <laughs> just ran, that was so random. What? That, that skit is so random. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I like that. I like random stuff yeah, that comes too. out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun it's for me. Find Aaron and laugh because he's Thank very you. funny. Thank you for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. Yes. Bye, everybody. Go poop. Bye. <laughs> Bye.